This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau, the voice of agriculture. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. A Senate field hearing resulted in bipartisan criticism for how the Army Corps of Engineers is managing flood control along the Missouri River Basin. Iowa Republican Joni Ernst convened a field hearing of the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee today in Glenwood, Iowa, to discuss Army Corps flood management. After the hearing, she told AgriPulse it's time to look at how the Army Corps approaches its responsibilities. Could we have prevented the whole situation? Probably not. It's a natural disaster. But certainly there are mitigation efforts that should be done and should have been done that could have lessened the impact uh, overall here in southwest Iowa. One anecdote in particular was a focus of a good deal of discussion at the hearing. The town of Hamburg, Iowa was hit hard by this year's flooding, but was mostly protected in 2011. That's because a temporary levy had to be torn down because it didn't comply with federal requirements. With the levy gone, the town was flooded this year. Ernst is very familiar with the situation. She was with the Iowa National Guard at the time on flood duty as the levee was built. She's addressed the issue with the Corps, and it's a complex one. Some of the concerns that I've heard from the Corps when I spoke with them um, about a month ago at the beginning of the flood event, uh, they did state that there are other concerns when you erect a barrier. You know, it's hastily built. Um, It doesn't go through necessarily the environmental impact studies that would be required of a normal structure. There may be land that is taken away from landowners in order to erect that that temporary structure. And those are things that we would need to sort through as well. Ernst says she hopes the hearing and focus on flood mitigation can bring attention to the need to pass a disaster appropriations bill that stalled before lawmakers left Washington last week. For more on the hearing, check out the story from agripulse.com. Speaking of Ernst, she and Senate Ag Committee Ranking Member Debbie Stabenow sent a letter to Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue today calling for a USDA-wide national water quality initiative. Ernst says the letter is meant to offer their thoughts on specific provisions as USDA looks to implement the 2018 Farm Bill. We want to see that some of our water quality initiatives are seen through to fruition. So we will be pushing uh, Secretary Perdue on this issue and making sure that they're actually implementing what was laid out in the 2018 Farm Bill. The letter, also signed by five other senators, also offers recommendations for specific conservation programs like the Environmental Quality Incentives Program and Conservation Reserve Program. The Trump administration has announced new travel restrictions to Cuba, further curtailing the expanded relationship started under the Obama administration. National Security Advisor John Bolton made the announcement in a speech today in Miami. He says travel restrictions will be implemented to restrict non-family travel to Cuba. His comments came after Secretary of State Mike Pompeo announced plans to begin enforcement of a decades-old law that will allow U.S. citizens to sue companies doing business on property seized by the Cuban government. Any person or company doing business in Cuba should heed this announcement. In addition to being newly vulnerable to lawsuits, they could be abetting the Cuban regime's abuses of its own people. Ag interests have long viewed Cuba as a potential market for export growth. Many ag groups have organized trade missions there to promote U.S. grown products, and Trump administration spokespeople did not respond to AgriPulse requests for comment on the future fate of those trips. There's big stakes in EPA pending decisions on small refinery exemptions. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. The Environmental Protection Agency has yet to act on 39 pending small refinery petitions requested by oil refineries in 2018. Oil companies may request an exemption if they are not able to blend the required amount of ethanol with their fuel. Monty Shaw is executive director of the Iowa Renewable Fuels Association. 
Shaw says EPA should uphold the law and defend the 15 billion gallon renewable fuel standard. I mean, think about it. If you can justify exemptions when you have an eight cent rent, could someone please explain to me then when exactly it is when you wouldn't justify an exemption? So, you know, they could do the right thing and deny these, these small refinery exemptions. He says EPA's upcoming actions on small refinery exemptions and finalizing regulatory action to allow summer E15 sales by June 1st will signal to which direction rural voters will lean politically in the days ahead. EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler told AgriPulse earlier this week the agency is on track to complete the E15 rule by May 30th. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. That's all for today's Drive Time, brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.